Welcome to the Misadventures of the Young Adult Podcast. I'm your host, Doreen. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. Don't shoot me for being late, okay? I'm going to explain myself later, but I really hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to be uh, continuing the segment of being broken, but okay. So I hope you enjoy and accept my explanation later. Fish? Yeah. Before you lot come and drag me by my teeth, let me explain myself. So, um, for the over the past few days, actually, I haven't been feeling pretty pretty one hundred mentally. So I just kind of been taking a break for myself from working, just kind of watching stuff and talking to different people and whatnot. And in that break, I also actually moved or like changed houses, so I couldn't actually really record much because I didn't have a desk, and my desk and chair only came in. Um, last week, so that's when I really sat down and started recording a lot of episodes because I really like the quality of sound that I get when I'm sitting down and like I'm able to like use my hands and express. If you listened to a previous bonus episode called the one about the Midnight Gospel, the show that I was sharing, you would realize that the sound quality was a little bit shaky. But yeah, now that I'm back, you know, and I'm comfortable again, I'm sitting down, I'm able to talk. Um, yeah, this is definitely a better setup for for me. But yeah, that's been like my main thing for the past week is just like taking like a mental rest and just you know spending time playing games, relaxing, watching shows and series, you know, talking to my people, you know, enjoying Ramadan. You know, I hope all of my to all my Muslim homies, I really hope you're enjoying this Ramadan fever season, even though you know we can celebrate iftar together. But you know, if when the when the you know quarantine is down, guys, you need to just throw a party. That's it. When Eid comes and there's no there's no restriction, huh? We're gonna shut down the world. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, that's just been me these last couple of weeks, days. So yeah, please have mercy on me, guys. I'm only human and I need to rest too sometimes. news piece i guess i'm gonna this is like into like i feel this shouldn't be entertainment for me but i'm a kind of person who has like a very terrible sense of humor so i laugh at inappropriate things all the time but okay guys come come close listen to me especially you lot in the states why are you protesting a virus how do you protest a virus what they're trying to do like any other country is flatten the curve okay so in malaysia we're slowly opening up right but that's because the curve is flattening meaning there are less people if anything the cases in america keep climbing and it's actually very scary like the amount of deaths like god rest all those people's souls because i feel very very bad for them you lot you're protesting a virus like i feel like it's a laughing matter like it's hilarious because it just befuddles me how you guys want to fight something that is literally killing you 
Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like after this, there needs to be like a grand meeting just to decide that America can no longer be a superpower if the people are really being being like this. Especially with Trump, y'all. Like, I don't know. Because I feel like I really want to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's fight the virus. Y'all are fighting the virus in the, the, the worst way possible. I'm sorry. But the moment you start protesting quarantine because you want a haircut, that, that that's a problem. That's a problem. We can't have that on this planet. That's a problem. So that's my news piece is that I'm just... I'm, 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 I'm befuddled. I literally think... Like... I know I released an episode about thinking open-mindedly, but to be very blunt, stupidity is what you people are doing if you are out in the streets protesting a virus. Ay ay ay. Nah, these Western countries, they don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah, guys, please, if you can, social distance, please stay safe. Make sure that other people that you care about are staying safe too, alright? Okay. I'm signing out now because I'll, I'll insult people's children. This episode's gonna be a little bit different. Uh, instead of reading stories, I'm going to be uh, reading poetry to you guys. Um, I decided to do this because of the relation of the topic, the previous topic on the episode before this and the current topic. So I've just picked poems that I've been loving for quite some time and I really hope that you like them and maybe I'll do more poetry readings instead of actual stories. So yeah, enjoy those poems and I'll give you my two cents after each. Disabled, by Wilfred Owen. He sat in a wheeled chair waiting for dark and shivered in his ghastly suit of gray, legless, sewn short at elbow. Through the park, voices of boys rang, saddening like a hymn, voices of play and pleasure after day, till gathering sleep had mothered them from him. About this time, town would swing so gay when glow lamps budded in the light blue trees and girls glanced lovelier as the air grew dim in the old times before he threw away his knees. Now he will never feel again how slim girls' waists are or how warm their subtle hands. All of them touch him like some queer disease. There was an artist silly for his face, for it was younger than his youth last year. Now he is old, his back will never brace. He's lost his color very far from here. Poured it down shell holes till the veins ran dry and half his lifetime lapsed in the hot race and leap of purple squirted from his thigh. One time he'd like a blood smear down his leg after the matches carried shoulder high. It was after football when he drunk a peg. He thought he'd better join. He wonders why. Someone he'd say he'd looked a god in kilts. That's why. And maybe too, to please his Meg. Hey, that was it. To please the giddy jilts. He asked to join. 
He didn't have to beg. Smiling, they wrote his lie. Aged 19 years. Germans, he scarcely thought of. All their guilt. And Austria's did not move him. And no fears of fear came yet. He thought of jeweled hilts. Four daggers in plaid socks. Of smart salutes and care of arms. And leave. And periers. A spirit the corp. And hints for young recruits. And soon he was drafted out with drums and cheers. Some cheered him home, but not as crowds cheer gold. Only a solemn man who brought him fruits, thanked him, and then inquired about his soul. Now he will spend a few sick years in institutes and do what things the rules consider wise and take whatever pity they would dole. Tonight, he noticed how the women's eyes passed from him to the strong men that were whole. How cold and late it was. Why didn't they come and put him to bed? Why didn't they come? In high school, um, I read a lot of Wilfred Owen poems for my exams, and one of the ones that really stuck with me was Disabled. I really liked Disabled because it really talks about how soldiers get broken at war. And in this case, this soldier came back disabled. His arms are gone and so are his legs. And if you follow his story of the soldier, he used to be a soccer player, football player, and he tried to impress girls. And he thought going to the war was basically his way of getting like really high level achievement and whatever. And yeah, it's true, you can get these things when you go to war. But a lot of people don't realize that sometimes you don't always get what you want and you end up losing more than you bargained for. He lo- he was a handsome dude. He you he basically was the best being if you want to put it that way. He was able-bodied, handsome, strong. People loved him and cheered him on. But the moment he's back, it's like he's forgotten. It's like they don't acknowledge the sacrifice that he made for his country. Now, all the things that he once loved of his youth are gone. Because back in the day when the war was going on, um, people would, um, boys would lie um, that they were like certain age. And like the military officials would also look past this. So, like you can be 15 and just say, oh, I'm 19. And then, like, they would let you do it. Like, they would let you go on and join the war. So he was unfortunate. So this person in Disabled was unfortunately a really young man who came very unlucky. And now all he has to wait is for his dying days because he can't really do anything. And he feels like no one will ever love him. And I feel like at the end, uh, when he says, why don't they come? I think he's just waiting for death to take him. So he was broken. And the thing about Wilfred Owen was he was a war poet and he really talked a lot about mental health and how it broke a lot of people. And he was also gay, that's why I really like him. So he also talks about his sexuality in a very subtle hint, so you really have to um, look out for it. Like when he said queer disease, I was just like, ooh. Yeah, I really hope you like that poem. The next poem I'm going to be sharing is by Robert Southey, and it is called The Widow.
Cold was the night wind, drifting fast the snows fell. Wide were the downs and shelterless and naked, when a poor wanderer struggled on her journey, weary and way sore. Dreary were the downs, more dreary her reflections. Cold was the night wind, colder was her bosom. She had no home, the world was all before her. She had no shelter. Fast, o'er the bleak heath rattled, drove a chariot. Pity me, feebly cried the poor night wanderer. Pity me, strangers, lest with cold and hunger, here I should perish. Once I had friends, but they have all forsook me. Once I had parents, they are in heaven now. I had a home once. I once had a husband. Pity me, strangers. I had a home once. I had once a husband. I am a widow, poor and brokenhearted. Loud blew the wind unheard, was her complaining. On drove the chariot. On the cold snows, she lay her down to rest. She heard a horseman. Pity me, she groaned out. Loud blew the wind, unheard was her complaining. On went the horseman. Worn out with anguish, toil and cold and hunger. Down sunk the wanderer. Sleep had seized her senses. There did the traveler find her in the morning. God had released her. I like this poem because um, I guess, I don't know how many of you guys have ever met um, people who have been widowed, men or women, but you can like see how their world is shattered when the person that they loved passes away. And just reading this poem, just, you know, soaking it in and understanding, it really got me thinking about like how sometimes people can be so insensitive to the brokenness and pain of other people, not knowing like what's going on or what they've been through. Cause a lot of people think, oh, get over it, find someone else to love, or, you know, they, you know, they kind of downplay the pain. And I guess, you know, I don't know if it's like a human tendency, or that's just how we are, but we downplay a lot of stuff, and since we downplay so many things, it might come across as, you know, us, uh, as like self-preservation for some people, for others, it's more like, um, what's this called, defense mechanisms and whatnot. So, I would just say, or encourage you guys, like, when, you, when it comes to people and their grief, especially during this time where a lot of people are passing away, I think it's important for us not to tell other people how to feel about the passing away of a loved one, or a member of their family, or anyone, honestly, for it is for them to grieve. Like, I grieve with the world with how many people have passed away in the past couple of months, and I continue to grieve for, you know, the people who've lost their lives due to this disease. I mean, it's... We're all in this together, guys. You know, pity those who can't really help themselves, you know. Pity them. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It was kind of heavy just talking about pain and brokenness. But I guess um, sometimes you just got to talk about our pain, what's going on and what's hurting in order to become better people. But yeah that's it is what it is 
say um next week yes next week we're gonna have our next episode and it's gonna be with the guests i really hope you guys are gonna enjoy that uh, and then the week after that the topic that you can be looking forward to is religious troubles so if you've got stories for that please submit them um unrequited love and uh, the third topic finally we're moving on guys um is called i survived so tell me a time you survived something and let's clap for your survival <laughs> but yeah thank you for joining me stay safe and wash your hands guys hey let's keep in touch uh you can follow me on my social media um instagram and twitter share the same username and that is at doreen mt so that is at underscore d-o-r-e-e-n underscore mt underscore or you can also email me at the misadventures yeah at gmail.com so that is T-H-E-M-I-S-A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S-Y-A at gmail.com. I'm totally looking forward to interacting with you. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a comment, drop me a rating, but most of all, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on.